What's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is Rash in the morning, and we have finally arrived to the NBA Finals. That song that was What's Good by Tyler the Creator on his new album, Igor. <clears throat> An album in which I'm enjoying right now. I'm really digging the album. I like the vibes. Giving me a lot of early Kanye vibes with the... I should have put this, the versatility and just the sound overall and the evolution over the years. Because I think we all know how Tyler the Creator began his rap career by eating a cockroach and all that stuff. Fire though, it was fire though. Good times, good times. Our future, Wolfgang, all that good stuff. But back to the main point at hand, we have arrived at the NBA Finals. Now to do this, we have to have a few casualties. So we will bid our hats to the Portland Trailblazers, who clearly didn't blaze this trail because they blew the, literally almost every single game. I think, they, yeah, they got swept. And we're going to bid our hats to the Milwaukee Bucks, who lived and died by Giannis Antetokounmpo. But out of the way, let's see our, our now starting contestants. The Toronto Raptors coming out of the Eastern Conference to play in this year's finals to go against the Golden State Warriors, the juggernaut up in the Bay. Coming into this, I'm sure we're all aware that Kevin Durant will be out at least the first two games of this series. So, in traveling to Toronto, the Warriors will be without the seven-foot sniper, the Durantula, Kevin Durant. Now, for any other team, this would mean certain doom if you lost a player of that caliber. But in this case, it is not... Because the Warriors still have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green, the original three-man crew that got them to the finals many years ago. I think I picked Milwaukee to pick the last series, but y'all not here for that. I know I was wrong. It's alright. I'm cool with that. I don't really care about that. I am purely, I am so excited to see this finals game tonight, which is tonight because we are recording on a Thursday. So, what can the Raptors do to possibly win this series? They're going to have to find something to do with Steph Curry because Kyle Lowry isn't going to hold him one-on-one. It just I don't think anybody will. That's just, what it, that's just what it is. He's going to run around to those screens all day, and he's going to hit his three. You're going to have to figure out something else. Clay, on the other hand, you can use Siakam. I would say you Siakam or Kawhi on Clay. Because those two guys got to get involved for them to really, really hurt you. The Raptors will need their best efforts from the role players of the team. Because Kawhi is going to show up. But they're going to need Pascal Siakam to play better. Kyle Lowry has to stay consistent. Fred Van Vliet has been on fire in the conference finals in the series before. So they're going to need him to keep up that play. Um, Marcus Marcus is a great veteran player, but I don't think he'll get a lot of playing time this series. Purely matchup related. 
Uh, the Warriors are famous for small ball, and you'll see more of the same this series. They're going to play small ball when they need to, and they're going to try and get their shots to the two guards. This is a side note. I think Draymond Green will be the live and die player. Because if you notice, you know, when they have KD and Clay and Steph, they got to live and die off of one of those guys. And sometimes they lose, sometimes they win. But the fact that you have to live and die off a great player, you're pretty much fine. You have no, pretty much nothing to worry about. However, if the series depends on a non-scoring player to score then that adds stakes to the equation. Now the stakes are raised. So I think for both sides, I think the role players will have to be the difference because we know what we're going to get with the stars. We know that. Again, KD's a big question mark because he might be out the whole series or he might be out two or three games. See, the thing is, Let's remind you about the Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Durant injury. In the Rockets series, Kevin Durant was injured of a non-contact injury and was not seen since. He, keep in mind, he was never, he has still not been cleared for basketball activities. So he'll generally be fine, but to throw him right back into a lineup after he's been hurt, let's just say game three, for argument's sake, that might disrupt the team too. That might compromise the team in general because of the flow and what's the number one thing you need with Stephen Clay you need flow those guys got to get going Stephen Clay got to get going because when they get going it's pretty much over so credit to them that when they get it going they pretty much end the game but uh I think Toronto I think I got I'll pick I'll say Toronto in six not even seven and if the Warriors win it'll be Warriors in seven I said what I said. Toronto and six. But if I had to pick the Warriors, I would say seven. The reason why I'm picking Toronto, I think there's just something different about Kawhi against the Warriors that we've seen many years ago. That they were up by nearly 20 before Kawhi went down with the injury and the rest is history. He never played he never he played very few games with the Spurs and he was traded from that point on. I think Kawhi is low-key their biggest fear because they haven't seen him in a while and they're going to get reminded very soon why this guy is a, prob- is a problem. So with other things, what what would Rash consider the demise of the Bucks and the Trailblazers? Start with the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers had a suitable lead within every game and blew it. I think Dame Lillard might have took this a little personal and tried too much to be, excuse me, the main scorer. And keep in mind, Clay was holding Dame for the whole series. And in, in that situation, who do you think Steph Curry is guarding? CJ McCollum. Now CJ is CJ's legit. CJ is a legit threat. He is nice. CJ McCollum's nice. And the only way I think to stop Steph Curry is to force him to play defense. Tire him out. Because if you let Steph Curry run around off them screens all day, you're finished. You already lost. You already lost. You might as well just quit. You already lost. Because he's going to start hitting those threes. He's going to start shimmying. You're going to start getting upset. And it's over. He already psyched you out. So main point being, you have to attack Steph Curry on defense. Get him tired. Only thing you can really do. 
Like, they, they had leads every game they could have won. But they just blew it every game. Now, to be fair, they were not at full strength. They did not have use of Nurkic, who broke his leg earlier in the season. So, to be fair, that series could have went differently if they had him, because I think he's very good. And better than Enos Kanter. Don't get touched though. I bang with Enos Kanter. I fuck with Enos Kanter. That's my dog. But he got it. He, but he has weaknesses. You feel me? That's just what it is. Then we have the Milwaukee Bucks. Who, like I said, lived and died on Giannis. Uh, to be fair, Eric Bledsoe struggled in the series. And so did Mike, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Both those guys struggled a bit at the point guard position. Going against Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet. And they ran into issues there. Uh, I thought they had the better. I thought they had the better stacked team and the better team accommodated for their star. They had a bunch of shooters around Giannis. But as you saw, Coach Nick Nurse, my pick for Coach of the Year. If you go back a couple episodes, he figured out something and he's he kept going with it. Because keep in mind, they were down 0-2 before going back to Toronto and figuring things out. So, uh, credit to him. They uh, they got their scheme together. They got their scheme right. And they just they played them hard. And Milwaukee struggled. Overall, I think this has been a very exciting NBA playoffs to watch. And what, is it better without LeBron? Better for this. It's better without LeBron for the sense that we get to see other stars emerge. But come on, dog. We need LeBron. We need LeBron. Don't get it twisted. I'm ooh, I'm gonna get into LeBron. No, fuck that. We're gonna get into LeBron right now. So what would me talking about NBA be without somehow bringing up the Lakers? So Magic Johnson, you know, he resigned a, a while back. And you know, he came on ESPN recently to talk about some things. And spoke about a lot of backstabbing in the Lakers front office. Now, I find this to be very interesting and also conflicting. Uh, not a good look on the front office. And uh, Rob Palenka seems like a straight-up pathological liar. And another thing is, you got to keep in mind, if you don't know anything about Rob Palenka, he is the GM of the Lakers who has been accused of backstabbing Magic Johnson. But if you ask me, I believe Magic. Look, I'm just saying, if someone's going to tell the truth, it's probably going to be Magic Johnson. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And Rob Palenka was once the agent of who? One Mr. Kobe Bryant. So you can see where these ties begin to come into play. And to be an agent, it wouldn't be crazy to me if you told a couple lies to, you know, it's not that crazy of a story. Now, Magic Johnson told a lie? After he came out in 1990-whatever and retired from the game for a certain reason, y'all know why, I'm not going to say it. I don't know, dude, doesn't strike me as someone who would just fib. I don't know, man. Y'all can pick for yourselves. So... Again, this is conflicting for the Lakers. Now, let's play Lakers Advocate. They have one free agent spot and a four, a number four draft pick. 
so that could turn into a good player. You still got young guys in Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. You still got a lot of young guys. Or you could have avoided all this by going to the to the Clippers. LeBron should have went to the Clippers. I said it. I said it right here. I'm saying it. LeBron should have went to the Clippers. Better coaching. He finally would have got a good coach, Doc Rivers. What is everyone's? Everyone wants LeBron to have a good coaching experience because he deserves it because he is such a great talent. And I agree. So, looking back at this, LeBron went into free agency and picked a Luke Walton for his coach. Now, to be fair, I've been I've been on Luke Walton's side pretty much the whole season. I've been on his side. And I said he would get another job immediately after getting fired. And what do you think happened? Anyway, moving on. You would have had Doc Rivers. You would have had a win-now team. Because keep in mind, the Clippers were in the playoffs this year. They were the eighth seed and took the Warriors to six games. You know who didn't take the Warriors to six games? The Trailblazers. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You would have had a better squad. Lou Williams might... Gilligus Alexander, the other uh, the other young point guard. He's good. He's pretty good, though. Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, Eva Kazubak, uh, Danilo Gallinari. Like, you had a whole squad. All you have to do is just throw one player in there. One above, highly above average player like a LeBron with great coaching like that. Oh, let me not forget Patrick Beverly. The talented Patrick Beverly. Oh, some great on-ball defense. Always enjoy on-ball defense. Anyway, they had a much better team and less expectation. What is your expectation? You go to LA rings. You gotta get a ring. If you don't get a ring the first year, you're nothing. You see, don't I know y'all gonna forget, but just look at how Laker fans were slandering LeBron before he even stepped on the court. Before he even stepped on the court, there was mountains of slander from one LeBron James. If they went to the Clippers, they would just be happy for him to be there. Just like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, you want to resign here? Really? You dead ass? Alright, fuck it. So point being, I mean, and it's not a crazy hot take. Like if you, I think if anybody would just use their, you know, just think, use their common, use your common sense, people. You just use a little bit of common sense. You could come to this sense like, eh, yeah, you probably should have went to the Clippers. You're still in the West. You're still in LA. You would literally be completely unaffected if LeBron went to LA. You're still in LA. You can go to your LA home or whatever. You're just with a better team. So, as much as everyone likes Magic, Magic is kind of partially to blame because he kind of like, how do I say that? He kind of, he didn't persuade him to go to LA because he already wanted to go, but he kind of, he kind of threw the silver lining on that, hey, I'm Magic, you know what I mean? I'm Magic Johnson, this is the Lakers, you're LeBron, you might as well, you might as well just come through, come through, you know what I mean? Just, hey, I got you, I'm magic. Then, a week before the season ends, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. 
There was another breaking story this week of the Houston Rockets exploring a lot of trade options for their team to improve. Very, very aggressively, they reached out to the league and made it clear that they were trying to, that their players and picks were on the table, including one Chris Paul. I don't know if it was me or someone. I don't know if you listened a couple episodes back. I said Chris Paul was he might be done for. They have a stick a stick a fork in him. He just can't do it no more. He can't win him a ring. So one, I think it's a very f- fair argument that Houston is finished. They're finished as a team. They've tried two years now, and they can't get past the Warriors when they are built to beat the Warriors. At this point, I think I would blow the team up too. Besides James Harden, of course. Then we click Capella, Chris Paul. Gotta go. It's not gonna work. I would try and keep Eric Gordon, though. I'd try and keep him and maybe P.J. Tucker. I think those two guys are still solid. But I think it's time. It's time to get up, get them up out of here. I think the rocket, the the two tandem of that rocket team has set its course and it's done. Rash is spoken.